You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey again, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Good. You know, uh, this Saturday, this upcoming Saturday, it will be to exactly five months till week zero of college football. So, in other words, week zero, and there are there are games in week zero, like uh, I think UCLA, Hawaii, Illinois versus Nebraska, which is interesting. But uh, yeah, this upcoming Saturday, five months till. Week zero. I'm glad you brought up football because this pod is going to be all football. Basketball has been dominating the podcast and really Alabama's world. So let's keep this all football. And I'll start by saying something kind of basketball-y related. Do you think think that Nick Saban is happy or sad that – and let's also admit he has no emotions because we all know he's a cyborg. But if he were a human being, would he be happy or sad that basketball has gotten so much attention? And frankly, the, the spring camp has sort of kicked off without a ton of fanfare. I think he's probably happy largely about that. Now, I think there's a lot of misnomers about Nick Saban. You know, one thing about him is he, he loves football. One of the many reasons that the marriage between Nick Saban and Alabama has worked so well is all really Nick cares about is football. He likes the fact that in Tuscaloosa, football's 365 days a year. That's what people care about, and that's what he cares about. So it's one of the reasons that it works so well. Nick is as football-obsessed as Alabama fans are. Uh, But that being said, he also likes practicing quietly. I think because he's always been a coach or a player, He's never once been a fan. He's always been a coach or a player. I think, I think he gets frustrated and really confused. He doesn't understand why we fans want to know everything. We want to know everything that's going on. And I think, the, I think Nick's like, why? why? Why Why isn't it enough just to show up to the games and, and cheer the team on? Uh, I, think, I think he's forever confused about that. Uh, because of COVID and the basketball success and everything else, I think he can sort of practice uh, quietly uh, and and he probably enjoys that for that reason. And and probably what he really enjoys is while he doesn't allow much media access to practice period right now, they can use COVID as the excuse for why there's zero media at practice and zero media obligations. uh, I think uh, other than when he, when he agrees to do a zoom, you know, with the beat writers, uh, I think he really enjoys that because uh, it allows him more time to focus on what's going on with the team. Now, I do suspect players will be made available to the media this week for some player Zooms. Uh, I think that's going to come this week. And and I, for one, I, I really like those interviews. I, I watch all of them that I can because it's a great way to get to know uh, the players on the team. All right, this, this may be a stupid question, but it just dawned on me. Do you think all the players and coaches have been vaccinated? Um, I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I do know, I know this. I, I, I am 
almost positive that all of the coaches have been by now because I think the coaches would be eligible and Alabama football and the Alabama Athletic Department makes things happen. I know, uh, I know Greg Byrne and his wife are vaccinated. Uh, it may, so it makes sense to me that the entire staff has been, I would think most adults that work for the University of Alabama Athletic Department football have been vaccinated. I doubt the players have been in the sense that under Alabama uh, state regulations, they do not qualify yet uh, for the vaccine. And I doubt they, they, they won't like the optics of those kids skipping line and getting in front of people, uh, you know, who, who probably need the vaccine worse than healthy 18 to 22 year olds. So I'm assuming no on the players, yes on all of the staff that work for Alabama. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the other way with this. I mean, look, if there's any state you could get away with it in, I would think it's Alabama. <laughs> I mean, hey, honestly, uh, and, and really, why aren't these kids considered uh, essential workers? I know they're not workers, yeah. and then to say that, you're like, well, you're not paying them. Well, I mean, that's, that's going down a rabbit hole. But my point is that there's nothing that defines this state more than football. There's nothing. I mean, yep. there's just not. And we can, you know, insert your own joke about lack of education or uh, mismanaged government funds or whatever. That's fine. But there's nothing that defines when you people think Alabama, they think football. And That's right. so so I I honestly I could make the argument like if there's any group out there, any group of, of athletes, if it's Alabama football players and, and and Auburn football players too, to be quite honest, um, to, to be able to get the vaccine. Now that being said, what's kind of funny, um I I do qualify for it. I mean, I'm 48. I don't know why I qualify. I'm not essential. Um, but I'm, I'm, you know, they just had me fill out this checklist and I did it. And it was like, yeah, are you in manufacturing? I was like, yeah, okay, well, yeah, you can go this, this, and this. Now, I haven't been able to make it to any of the uh, spots to get vaccinated yet. But my thought was, you know, if it comes down to me or Bryce Young getting the vaccination, I'm giving my vaccination to Bryce Young. <laughs> I think 71-year-old grandmas in, 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 a, in a nursing home in Alabama would also give yeah. her badly needed vaccine to Bryce Young, because you're exactly right. And every time I mentioned this earlier this year, just in general discussions about vaccine and distribution, I've suggested that all athletes at the college and pro level should be among the first in line arguing that hey, the government can't tell us to sit at home and then not vaccinate the people that entertain us on television. Correct. I mean, <laughs> let us, if, you're, if, if you're making us sit at home, then, then vaccinate the people on TV so we can watch what we want to watch, which includes sports. So that's one thing. And another thing that made a lot of sense to me that just didn't happen, and this makes all the sense in the world, is I'm, I'm talking about Alabama, but I'm going to use pro sports, but like, you can go to mo most NFL stadiums are vaccination sites. Most NFL stadiums have agreed, like in Atlanta and other places that like, hey, we'll use our huge facilities and our great parking areas and people can come and get their vaccines here. And the NFL is doing it as a gesture of goodwill. I thought what the NFL should say is, hey, we'll make we'll make our staff available to give the shots. We'll make our facilities available. People can come here and in exchange, y'all are gonna let us vaccinate our team. 
our team is getting vaccinated and and then we will vaccinate the public and who who would be against that idea and maybe that's what Alabama should do or what everybody should do is the university say hey we're going to purchase a certain number of vaccines and we're going to use athletic department medical personnel and our parking areas in Coleman Coliseum for instance and uh we're going to give shots all week to the public uh you know the people that qualify anyone can come up here and get the shots and we're going to give it at no cost to anyone but we want to vaccinate all all of the athletes on campus and who 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 would be against that you know because they're doing way more good than harm well, I guess it is a bit of a sticky wicket because if you do the football players, you do have to do oh, the softball do. players, well, the swimmers, fine. the whatever. And sure, I mean, sure. but I mean, it's not that many. I mean, how many no, athletes no. are on Alabama's campus right now? I mean, 800? Country, is that, is the, that, the country is that vaccinating 3 million people a day. Well, so, I mean, I'm just, yeah. I'm curious, like how many, 800 seems high. If there are 100 in, including oh, okay. walk-ons, if there are 120 players on the football, 120. Team, 125. Yeah. That's the most guess of any. Three, I would guess there's less 300? than 300, 300 total men and women. I would guess, uh, and that's probably generous because I think the second most scholarships on the campus is probably going to be either soccer or volleyball. Uh, you know, women women have more basketball players on scholarship. I think women have more tennis and golf than men because they're always trying to find ways to even out the fact that eight, 85 guys have scholarships to play football and you got to find a way to even that out. So people might be surprised to learn there's more scholarships available for softball than baseball. There's more for women's tennis than men's tennis. And that's all an effort to try to even it out because you can argue it's not very fair that there's more free college opportunities for men than there are women. And that's why you try to even it out. Well, yeah. And I think we vaccinate all the student athletes and whoever tutors them. That's my take. <laughs> and I'm going to, I'm going to die on that hill. Jimmy, let me tell everybody about betonline.ag. We're in the middle of March madness. Go to betonline.ag and get that bet in. Pick whoever you want to win the national championship. They'll have an odd on it. Go get it. Go get it. It's, it's out there. It's free money. Go get it. Put in 100 bucks. You get 150 bucks using that promo code locked on. You can beat an egg. You can beat a bush. You can't beat betonline.ag. So go to betonline.ag. Use the promo code locked on. You'll get that 50% welcome bonus. You can bet on basketball if you want to. You can bet on the NBA. You can bet on hockey. You can bet on tennis. You can bet on golf. You can bet on reality TV. Yes. I know The Bachelor's over, and it ended rather anticlimactically, I think. I don't really know. I just saw something on Yahoo flash by my screen. But whatever. Bet on some other new reality something. I'm sure they got a real Housewives something or another. But I know you can bet on reality TV. So go to betonline.ag. Give them a whirl. You will love it. Easy to pay. Easy to get paid. Betonline.ag. Promo code locked on. Also want to tell everybody about Kaleidoscope Media. Kaleidoscope Media, husband and wife team, Michael and Cassie Moore have set up this business to help you come to through it. All your architectural, go to www.kal-media.com. Kal-media.com. Kaleidoscope Media. Go give them a, a, a chance to let them help you out. Look, it's free to go check it out. So go check it out. Kaleidoscope Media. Look, and here's the other thing. 
Michael and Cassie Moore, husband and wife team that started this business. Michael is a two-time decorated Iraqi war veteran. He's, he's a somebody, y'all. And you know you can trust him, and you know he's just a great American. So go give him a shot. And uh, it, we appreciate his service. Go give Michael Moore and Cassie Moore a shot. They really would love to hear from you. They're great people, super, super nice. Kaleidoscope Media, www.kal-media.com. They're right there in Baldwin County. They want to hear from you. They would love to talk to you, Kaleidoscope Media. All right, Jimmy, so we're staying on the All Football Podcast today. Um, anything coming out of the few, first few practices that you know about? I wouldn't necessarily say news. I mean, I think most everybody that, that listens to our podcast is was privy to Nick Saban's Zoom call uh, after the first practice last week. And there wasn't a lot of news that came out of that. I thought the biggest news items probably were the fact that he listed four or five kids who are coming off of surgery. I think I think some mis, misinterpreted or, or misread uh, what Saban was saying Uh I wouldn't necessarily assume that all of those kids are just out and not participating. I think they're all participating. They're just sort of limited. And by limited, I mean, don't expect to see uh, Malachi Moore and Pierce Quick and, uh, and, and the guys that he listed, um, Emil Echior, I think was one, uh, uh, Phil Mathis, um, don't expect to see those guys in live scrimmage situations where they're doing full, full hitting, tackling to the ground. Uh, they're they're going to take it easy with those guys. But that doesn't mean that they're not participating in non-contact drills uh, and, and walkthroughs and things like that that are beneficial to them. So I, I don't think he meant that they're just out and they won't be on the practice field until the fall. I, I think they're they're all in various different shapes, but, uh, but I, I think they're all out there and not just out with injury. You know, you say Phil Mathis, and I understand maybe he wants to be called that right here at tax season because that sounds like the name of an accountant, but I'm, he's forevermore will be Fedarian Mathis to me. If mama named him Fedarian, I'm calling him Fedarian. <laughs> I like Fedarian. I think it's a cool name, but I, I guess he – didn't want to uh, burden people with, with so many syllables. So he goes by Phil. And it's hard to get Phil from Fedarian. It's not like it's Philiparian or something like that. I mean, he, yeah, I don't know where he gets the It's not even It's not Fildarian. It's <laughs> Fedarian. Right. And here's the thing. Like, if you say, hey, have you all talked to Fedarian today? You're like, oh, no, I haven't seen Fedarian today. But if you say, have you seen Phil today? You're like, which Phil? I know like 28 Phils like in, in a, in a five-mile radius. Everybody's name is Phil. I've had my fill of Phils. I don't want any more Phils. Um, we need more Fedarians. I, I want more Fedarians. I mean, what a good you know, player. What a good player, too. Oh, he's great. I, I, he had, and I, uh, yeah, I hope, I kinda, I hope he takes I this look. as a compliment. He's a, his name is, is as unique as he is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I really count him as a projected starter myself. I mean, in that nose guard spot, you know, it's likely to be DJ Dale due to his experience. But I think we all know that the, the real upside and future of that spot is Tim Smith probably as soon as this fall. But at the defensive end spots, the oldest guys with the most experience are Mathis and LeBron Ray. And to me, the, the, that's kind of the starting the starting group. Although I think we have six or even seven guys that are going to play 
first team reps and first team snaps on that defensive line group. And frankly, having four or five guys limited this spring is just a heck of an opportunity for other guys. Like, for instance, one guy that needs a lot of reps is Brian Branch. With Malachi Moore limited, that's more reps for Brian Branch, uh, which is very important. Uh, and, and on the offensive line with Ekior and Quickout, that's just more snaps for even younger guys. And uh, I think we're all excited to see what uh, what J.C. Latham and Tommy Brockermeyer bring to the table. And and in terms of various whispers from the practice field, my understanding is both Latham and Tommy Brockermeyer have been very good right off the bat. I'm going to tell a quick story about a Tim Smith, not this Tim Smith, although Tim Smith also has a rather generic name, but he's such an incredible badass, we'll let it slide, right? I mean, maybe he's maybe he's Tim Derry and, and we just call him Tim. I don't know. Whatever. I call him a future All-American and multimillionaire. But uh, I went, I was in SAE at Alabama, and there was an older guy named Tim Smith uh, who, uh, Jimmy, did you fall down? Did Jimmy no. fall down? No, no, I just switched <laughs> to speaker. I think it made a noise when I switched to speaker. Sorry about that. It, oh, it made a noise. I thought you fell down the steps. Anywho, <laughs> um, so there was a Tim Smith that was older than me, who was an SA at Alabama with me, obviously, and he was our pledge trainer. And uh, so one night, you know, we were doing pledge crap, which always sucks. And Tim was, he was tough but fair. He, but he was really, really funny. And he, um, we were doing something, I can't remember what, but like some kind of crappy exercise or something that pledges have to do that sucks. And about that time, the house phone rang. And Tim said, y'all hear that? That's probably the hottest girl in the KD house calling for me right now. She probably wants to get with me right now. And like there was 10 seconds of silence as we were all just doing whatever we were supposed to be doing. And then he goes, you know, the phone quit ringing. Nobody got it. And he goes, she'll call back. <laughs> and I mean, for whatever reason, that has always stuck with me as a really funny moment. Uh, I don't know if, if if the current Tim Smith is as funny as the old Tim Smith, but uh, probably if he plays football like he tells jokes, he is Jerry Seinfeld of this generation. Um, all right. <laughs> Jimmy, let me tell everybody about Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is where you want to go for all the parts your car will ever need. I'm in the car right now. I don't need any parts right now. Knock on wood. But if I needed a part right now, I would hang up with Jimmy, get on my phone, go to rockauto.com, order the part, and then get it done. It's that easy. A Nimrod like me can operate rockauto.com. In fact, if there is a part in your car called a Nimrod, rockauto.com will have it, and they'll have it cheaper than your local box store. I promise you that. They will get it to you ASAP. There's no frills on their website. That's and they're pop-ups, and there's, oh, you know, buy this and get 10% off of that, and it's really a rip-off. They don't have that. You go to rockauto.com, it's like, what kind of car do you have? What year is it? Okay, what do you need? Okay, here's here's where we have it. We'll have it to you tomorrow. And it's that simple. Go to rockauto.com. You will absolutely love how easy it is to navigate. Get your chassis, your timing belt, your rearview mirror. No fuzzy dice. We found out they don't have those, but that's okay. Um, you can go anything you want, air conditioner something or another whatever knobs yeah air conditioner knobs they probably got those go to rockauto.com and see everything they have you will not be sorry 
all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, Jimmy, for the final segment, um, what do you I was just ordering some football? air conditioner. No- I was just ordering some air conditioner knobs. <laughs> it's that simple. You've already done it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I picked, uh, I picked out three different colored knobs, trying to be a little different. Well, get, get red for hot and blue for cold, because if you don't, you'll really screw people up. <laughs> um, do, you ever, do, you, do you have one of those cars that has a butt warmer on it? <laughs> I do. Well, do you ever just turn your butt warmer on just to, like, piss your wife off? That's funny stuff. <laughs> I have never turned it on in my life ever because it's just not, I don't really care about it. But the wife, she loves it. And uh, I do remember at least one occasion during the summer I was sitting there and I'm like, because I never, ever, ever use it. Never. And I'm like, uh, I think I'm having a stroke. And we figured out it was because somehow the heat air on the seat <laughs> got deployed somehow. So I'm sitting there in a 90 degree day and the chair is heating up and I'm like, uh, yeah, I thought I was having some sort of medical emergency ends up. It was just the chair. Um, I wanted to ask you, are we having a scrimmage this weekend? I believe the answer is yes, but I don't know that they, they, they try to scrimmage three times. The first scrimmage is less scrimmagey than the last two. And when I say the last two, that last one is a day. The big scrimmage is, is, is Saturday before a day, April 10th. That'll be a big full fledged look a lot like a day, real football. I think any scrimmage they do before April 10th would be described as more scrimmagey than, uh, than a real game situation. Okay. Um, well, that's all I wanted to ask. And I, we'll just end it on this. I wanted to tell people that, one of the biggest mistakes I made this weekend, and I made several, but one of the biggest was, okay, so we were going to have people over to watch the Alabama game this past weekend. And um, so I said, okay, let's, what's a good place to get something catered, you know, that we don't think about often. I mean, I don't want just – so I thought about Zoe's. I love Zoe's, but, you know, Moab was like, nah, we have that too much. And then Tzatziki's, well, that's don't really want Greek. And, okay, what about – you know, this and nah, not that. And I said, you know what, what I had, don't ever eat much anymore. And Jimmy, you may not know about this place, but Superior Grill in Birmingham. Oh yeah. Oh, um, yeah I eat there. I'll, it's oh, really it's one of our favorite places there. Oh God. And now it's, it's delicious. And their fajitas are world-class and you know, it just, you, you've got to go on like a strict no carb diet for a year and a half after you have them, because you've also <laughs> not knocked back two baskets of chips. But the, the sauce is great. Um, the, the food's great. I really like Spirit Grill. And I understand it's not like the most upscale uh, Mexican place in the world, but it's great. I love it. I love it. So I said, let's go to Spirit Grill, and I'll order it online. So I ordered enough. You know, I thought, okay, let me get enough for 15 people. $250 later, I had my order placed. And because Spirit Grill is expensive. I mean, that's not, yeah. not a call not pay. They're not a sponsor. I can tell them that. Um, so I got all the shit. The lady brings it out to me in like this box and I'm taking it out to my car. And when I get to the car, I put all the shit in the car and I'm thinking, you know, boy, I hope this really doesn't make my car smell like, cause you know, that's the other thing about eating at superior grill. I mean, this is true for any fajitas, but if you eat at superior grill and you get fajitas, you will smell like fajitas for three and a half weeks. And then you're putting that in your car. 
Yeah, well, I put it in my car, and as I was getting in the driver's side, I realized I was like, man, something's wet. Something leaked. I don't. I still don't know what leaked, but something leaked onto my pants, onto my sweatshirt, and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I got to go home and shower now. I'd already showered for the day. I was done showering. I was like, I got to go home and shower right now. So I went home, and then I was like, oh, no. What if it leaked through the box into my car? So I get home. And sure enough, it had leaked into my car. Not a ton, but enough. And, Jimmy, I, I mean, you don't remember that B.O. episode from Seinfeld, Seinfeld where they're trying to get sure the do. order out of the car? Oh, uh, yes. Order out of the car. It's like, I've got to get this whole thing deionized. I don't even know what that means, but i got to get all the ions out. And, um, I mean, it's still – I have Lysol, I have Febreze. I have washed my clothes and finally got the smell out of my clothes because when I put my clothes in the dirty clothes, the rest of my clothes smelled like fajitas. So you're gonna have a hankering it, for fajitas for weeks. No, in fact, it's the opposite. I I never. It's like <laughs> when you have a bad tequila experience. I never want it again. Um, but but yeah. So word to the wise: if you ever get fajitas catered, put two towels and a rubber mat down on your seat before you put the food in your car. Because if it spills. You've got to sell your car or throw your keys at a homeless person like Jerry Seinfeld did. <laughs> really quick football note, not that anybody cares, and it has more to do with his veteran status than anything else, but with Mechie uh, not being able to do a full speed practice, uh, first team wide receiver uh, the other day, I understand, uh, Javon Baker, along I... with, uh, uh, you know, Slade out there. So uh, interesting, but I'm sure it's his veteran like status. It was uh, it was him, Javon, Xavier Williams, and Slade Bolden in the three receiver sets. But again, they went with veterans, of course. But uh, I wouldn't read too much into it. But it's a good opportunity if you even placed first team just because you're a veteran. Hey, somebody's got to knock you out of there. I mean, for, when, when you're That's first right. team, even for one day, somebody's got to knock you out. So it's it's a good opportunity. Yeah, and I'll I have no problem saying this, just being a realist. Um. Not that's not exactly a wide receiver lineup that we've seen the last few years. You know? No, no doubt, no doubt. Okay. Missing Mechie gives it a whole new look in terms of like what they expected oh, yeah. to have out there. And uh, but on the other hand, it's also a great opportunity for these younger guys to get more reps. Um, all right, Jimmy, that's going to do it for today's all football, all the time podcast, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow. You guys stay with us. Roll Tide. Roll Tide.